Welcome to Cosmic Connections 101, a podcast by two sisters speaking about all things related to personal growth, self-love, and spirituality. Join us every episode as we discuss the secrets of the universe, energetic connections, consciousness, and navigating the 3D world with a 5D mindset. Take a deep breath in and out. Now let's get started. Hi, pop people. This is Joe. And I'm Kel, and this is Cosmic Connections 101. Today, we are going to be talking about grounding. And I know that we touched on it in one of our other episodes, but I wanted to just have a dedicated episode to grounding because the way that you ground, Joe, is different to how I do. So I just wanted to um, yeah, go into how both of us ground ourselves and just show how it's different for everybody. Well, I want to I want to hear it from you first because I don't think we've talked really about how you do it now. You do otherworldly yeah. things. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so because I am not as attached to Mother Earth as you are, I would always find it difficult to feel grounded and connected to the earth. Like when you think of grounding, a lot of people you know, especially during meditation, they're told to imagine like, you know, roots from the bottom of your feet going into the earth and planting into the ground like that. Like that never really resonated for me. And I would Mm. do it in meditation when I was told to, but it's still like, I just, it didn't click for me. Um, Not until in the past two years that I've started working with my spiritual mentor when I really do have um, the ability now to connect into mother earth and into her energy. So the way that I learned the technique that's right for me is because one day during what we called a, um, a sound meditation, it was like a, you know, it's kind of like sound journey sound journey where Annalie, my spiritual mentor, would, you know, it's like a hypnotic state. And so I would verbalize everything that I was seeing and, you know, explain to her in yeah, great detail, all the stuff that I was experiencing in meditation. And so what had happened to me on this one, and because like when these meditations are set up, it's kind of like, you don't know where you're going to go. It's not like, okay, this is what we're trying for today. It's just wherever your higher self wants to take you, what, you know, what you're ready for. So this one night, um, I, I want to say like granted access because it is something that you can't just journey into by just willing it. I was invited to journey into the inner earth and, I know that it it seems a bit crazy, right, to think that there is a whole other existence in the inner earth. Um, like it's it's actually a thriving um, other world down there. It's not um, just molten rock and lava and stuff like that. It's actually hollow. And, you know, there's like bioluminescent life down there. And like there's, there's water, like rivers and oceans and crystals and, um, I know that sounds crazy to people, <laughs> but I, um, yeah, I was, to invited. Me. yeah, I was invited to, to journey into there, um, on this sound journey. And when I was down there, it was the first time where I had really deeply connected to mother earth. And so after, 
I won't go into like everything that I saw down there because I like I said it, it does feel like you have to be invited to be able to experience this but after that experience that is how I found it possible for me to be connected into that energy so now when I am grounding myself I imagine not just like roots going into the soil and like that kind of stuff I imagine my energy going down into this space in the inner earth that I was privileged enough to go to in meditation and that is where I connect to and pull my energy up from and that really makes me feel just solid and safe and secure when I am going into deep meditation. So I always connect to like the sky. That is how, yeah, how I connect when I ground. So for me, grounding isn't surface grounding. It is into the inner earth and into this energy that, yeah, it's such a beautiful place down there. And for me, that is just how I really resonate with, mother earth so it's very different to how you do right well it it is but it isn't so mine's more of a I always just say humming of the earth so I always feel like it's from the core of the earth which is what you're saying is the inner earth but mine I don't know it's it's like a vibration so you get visual stuff I get feelings Hmm. I mean that's exactly how I usually get stuff anyway like I don't usually see things, but um, I feel them. So for mine, I don't even have to have an actual practice anymore. I can just be laying in bed and go, oh, damn, I really need to reconnect and ground to Mother Earth. So the the best way to do it is to physically, for me to physically go down the river by nature. I said, but if I need to do like a top-up, I, I can just do it from my bedroom. I don't go into a meditation or anything. I just literally just close my eyes and then I just feel like my body is vibrating at the same frequency as the earth. So do you um, – I don't know how to Slow down your breathing? It. Like what happens? Yeah, I kind of – So because I do – I feel like the earth um, is more of a dense um, – and it, not dense in a bad way but just, you know, like just very – heavy neutral and calm and yeah like a lower kind of frequency yeah for me like put your energy in that same into your body yeah yeah so that's why I have to close my eyes because otherwise I get distracted and usually for me I just do like box breathing so like breathe in for four hold for a couple of like counts then breathe again like in out for four hold like I just like it's just sort of just calms my nervous system yeah because it's always like you know trying to make sure I self-regulate my parasympathetic system and then I just visualize I don't know like I think it's like it feels like me laying on the earth Mm -hmm. but it feel but it's also once I'm laying there it's like I get all these vibrations and frequencies and like it's humming and pulling me pulling me down into it because I usually feel like I'm up in the air all the time. Yeah. So like that's when I want to do like a top up. But if I'm if I'm going to just go out specifically and do a grounding, it has to involve trees and animals and the rivers. And then it's the frequency of all those things together that I don't know, like a tree, like the tree root system and how it just keeps going. They're like rivers and valleys under the earth. 
the I feel like I'm part of the tree root system, yeah. I think, is the best way to explain it. And I just feel like a humming and a vibration of oneness with everything that's on here. But you don't see anything in your mind's eye. It's all just off of feeling. And frequency. Like, yeah, it's like a vibration. It's hard to explain, eh? Like when you really it think about it. It is hard to explain. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I sound like a fruitcake. I just wanted to sort of, um, you know, do this podcast to point out the differences because for you it is, yeah, like you're matching the energy of Mother Earth and really when you step into nature in that way, it's pulling you right into your body and pulling you into the present time. So when we're just existing in our everyday life, often we are out of sync with time. We are either in the past thinking about a memory or in the future predicting something that's going to happen. And I don't want to get too heavy into how that impacts us in the quantum and creating new timelines for ourselves. But when you are in sync with nature like that, it prevents that from happening. It prevents you from being out of sync with your body. And really, it's such a gift that you have to be able to do that because you're pulling yourself back into your physical body and in alignment. Because when you are fully in your body like that, that ideally is how we should all be living every single moment of every single day. So the fact that you're able to just like lay in bed and be like, all right, I'm going to, you know, do this. Like that is such a, a great thing that you can do because not many people can. And I know for myself personally, I can really only tap into that when I am in nature. So for me, it's more of an effort. Like if I was to lay in bed and try and do that, I don't think I could, to be honest. Like I wouldn't be able to tune into the vibration yeah. frequency of the earth because I need to be around nature for that I can't just yeah even though I'm surrounded like you know I've got like plants in here and everything like that I can't just be near the plant and feel its energy and then drop my frequency to to get messages from it that's hard yeah right yeah see I can I can not even like if I look out at some of the trees and stuff I see their aura like I see their energy and I guess I've never really thought about it before. It's just always been easy when I see mountains, stone, like rocks. I can always see its energy maybe because like, I always feel like I'm one with that energy and that's why when we've talked about like sky people and everything, like I know that's where my DNA is connected to but I'm very earth and I think that's why it's easier for me to drop into that. But when when I can feel I'm dissociating like from my body and my, my mind's taking over, for me, it's like when you're talking about when you can drop off and astral travel yeah. or go into your remembering, like I can do it quickly to ground myself with the earth frequency. And I don't know how I know how to do it. I just can. Yeah. And that's <laughs> what you kind of learn along the way and your spiritual path is like you don't know why you know how to do something, but you you do it and, yeah. like Yeah, and I can I can <laughs> – Exactly, and I can walk like on different parts of the land and kind of hear it. Like it it talks to me, like I can feel like I can get a good read of energy or if there's been something not so great that happened or I get a smell, like I've like sensed fire there before and like weird that's, things happening. That's really cool, you know. And, it, you know, it would be interesting if you got um, a hit like that and then you went back and did some research and, you know, oh, you actually could well, come down. 
Actually, that reminds me. So when I moved down here to Wagga, I would walk along the banks of the the Murrumbidgee. And so this is just like a perfect example, right? So to me, I'm already, as soon as I'm in there, like I can, it starts to morph and I feel like I'm one with it. Even though I'm not from Wiradjuri country, I was called to come here. So I answered that call. And when I'm walking along the river, I'm just like, I can see where people used to live yeah. and fish and and hunt the area, even though like there's buildings and stuff around, like I can see it. And then I remember just sitting at one part and I was, same thing, I was like looking across and I'm like, oh, like I can just tell like a lot of blackfellas used to camp down here and they'd fish and it was like a really joyful, I don't know, it was just a really community. community. Yeah. yeah, it just felt really like impressive and strong. Mm. And I, I don't know heaps about the area, right? And so I've met different people, but, you know, everyone's got different info and knowledge. But for some reason I was I was looking up some land care stuff, right, about the trees and stuff down here. And then I just come across this uni article and they were talking about, you know, it was old, old text written about when, what do they call it, when they started not colonising. What's the word, Kel? <laughs> when they started, well, that's what it was, but like, you know, when they started having, like, building up the Riverina and building. Developing. That's the word. <laughs> developing the area. And obviously Aboriginal people, it's like, well, you have push to move. Like, we have to push you out because, because you don't we need go to make well. a profit here. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And so there's this certain bridge downtown, which is where I was sitting. And, and then I'm reading in this document where they're talking about that particular bridge and that area where a lot of Aboriginal people move themselves to. Mm. and then I was just like holy shit yeah right and and then it's just like oh wow like maybe I'm not imagining things because I still no matter how many things will happen I will still go maybe it's a guess yeah maybe I'm not like and I don't know why I keep doing that but like I felt it and I seen it and I could feel the vibration of it like I was there like I could see it in my mind's eye and then when you get like written evidence it just like is mind-blowing but then I'm like well the evidence is I've already seen it and witnessed yeah. it and felt it because so that should be want, enough they want to, to show see yeah show that to you yeah and so that's why it was just extra confirmation of when I did move down here I'm like yes this is the best place for me to be because I know the reason I moved here was for women's healing and I didn't know what that meant but I know I'm definitely in it and the more I'm open like the more the land talks to me. Yeah. And so for me, just living in this place is grounding. Mm, yeah. See, for me, because I don't have as strong of a connection to like the rocks and the mountains, like how you were talking about, mm-hmm. I feel like that's why I can connect into the inner earth to ground myself because that is where there's crystals and, you know, that side of my connection to earth because for me that is earth. And even though it's a different, yeah, it's like obviously, you know, quartz and everything like that is still from the earth and everything like that. But that is the way that in my heart space, it makes sense to connect to the inner earth because it's just, yeah, it's the same but different like we always talk about. But for me, just having that correlation of familiarity. So crystals to me is um, comfort zone kind of thing. So when I was in the inner earth, and I could see what is down there, that made sense to me. So that yep. is how I can connect. Because, you know, if I'm just 
walking around on the earth, you know, like how you do, just all regular, I can't see the visual representation of quartz around. You know, I'm not lucky enough to be like a gem hunter and go like, you know, foster king <laughs> gems and stuff like that. That would be sick. I would love to do that one yeah, day. We should exactly. uh, have a trip where we can do that. hundred <laughs> percent. You know, for me, like my, the thing that connects me to the earth isn't visual like it is for you when you're just walking around every single day. So I definitely, if I'm wanting to really ground myself, I do need to be in meditation because like my mind needs to go back to that place that I know exists where I'm allowed to go to in the inner earth and see the stuff that I saw down there to pull me into that energy because it's just so it's a different frequency to what you get to experience but you're so lucky in that you know just existing outside or anywhere like you know you can tap into that frequency for me it's definitely more of like a procedure a journey yeah it, it takes more time and effort for me to and it has to be like okay, I'm going to ground, you know, <laughs> like I really, yeah. I have to set my space up. I have to get, you know, my music or something. Yeah. yeah. I have to do a something. I can't just be like zoned out. And then I'm in that energy. Like it's, I think it's very interesting. Like even when you talk about the crystals, um, because obviously they are its own energy frequency, but yeah, that's like the sparkly, pretty versions of my very earthy, version and just to you know just tap into that a little bit more like when I went to Uluru for my women's healing remember I told you about under Uluru and like it is just crystals and gems and it's like an energy vortex place the heart of this nation I said so to me they showed me that when I was there and I could see it and feel it there because it does go down to where yeah. you go, yeah. you know what I mean. But I've I've seen it in a different way. Like I've never I never ventured like what you do. It would be interesting to maybe you should do one of those meditations, Kel. Well, I see because <laughs> it really felt like an invitation. Yeah, like you're not allowed to go there unless invited. You're invited, and you can't access that unless you're invited. And I don't know if that is actually a true thing for everybody, or like you know, like. I don't know, but that is really just the impression that I got. Like you can't just say, oh, I'm going to meditate and go into the inner earth. Like it's not allowed. Because people will only get to the depths that they're able to in their own meditation journey anyway. So, you know, when you go through a guided one, everyone will get something very different. Yeah. Because it's only where they're able to access at a certain point. Yeah, it's a permission thing because, you know, when I was down in that space, I wasn't there alone. I was there with somebody and they were kind of like a guide for me and showing me, okay, when you used to live down here, um, you know, this is where you were from and this area is, you know, like, yeah, it was, they talked and I still remember it vividly in my mind's eye, like, you know, I'm glad that I have the ability when I go into meditation that I can see things like I see things as clearly as I'm seeing you right now yeah um you know so when I am in these spaces um it is like I am reliving that experience and so So when yeah when I'm meditating in that space it's like you sitting at the river physically seeing the river and the rocks and the trees that's how it is for me in meditation yeah, right. Yeah. How so cool. Yeah. So when I ground myself with the crystals um down in the inner earth, it is really like a real experience for me. 
like yeah like you're walking around chilling yeah. down there yeah 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 that's that's pretty wild man yeah and that's like, it's a funny thing you know because when you're first starting on your spiritual journey like you really wish that you could do that sort of <laughs> stuff and open your third eye and all of that and it's like you know everybody can definitely get to that place it's like for me it just happened over time and then as you do it more then it becomes more vivid and you know then you you know that it's not just like in your head and that it's just you know your imagination so it takes time to get to that point but you know I'm just yeah I'm so grateful that I can do that because it does help me now to have a different perspective that I can grab onto when it comes to grounding because it's so important Mm. for us to be grounded in this reality you know as humans we need to feel that connection to mother earth because it's just that stabilizing energy you know like you said where it's like it just it does pull you into your body and when you are in this present time everything is peaceful so it's important for us to be able to tap into that and to ground ourselves i mean i'm sure that we don't do it as often as we should um mm-hmm. but you know to you know make sure that you have some type of a grounding uh ceremony or ritual because it does really make a difference in yeah your everyday life yeah i just call like little top ups and stuff like i think we've mentioned previous like i can see behind you some of your sprays and stuff and obviously you've got aromatherapy different yeah. stuff mum's made like we're pretty lucky we've always had like essential oils and stuff around and you know the answer to everything is tea tree oil and eucalyptus yeah <laughs> heals everything right i actually just ran out of my eucalyptus um oil today <laughs> i was topping up my um oil oh. burner and it's like right on the last dots oh how <laughs> need to get dare back you. to the market and get some more yeah well that's yeah it's like essential like if in, uh, in, in in anything healing and on your journey see it's funny you talk about like the meditation when everyone starts like they do a version of meditation and I'm no good like I I try I get super bored sometimes and then I just Your go on different tangents is out in nature like you don't yeah, have I have to be, to be out there in an altered state to That's be right. in meditation I've got to be physically there I keep trying to do meditations and I like especially past live ones like they're kind of fun but yeah for me it doesn't it doesn't hit me the same way like i can go like i said i can walk down the river and i'll be standing at a tree well i always have to go touch certain trees and have a chat and i can see i remember this one tree his the bark sort of started morphing into a snake so you just said he oh. can you tell the gendered energy of a tree like there are males and females yep yes how, how do you know that i don't i don't know <laughs> it just has a feeling of a male, like it'll it'll tell me. And it's like even certain stones, there there there's a balance of see for it's like me a frequency. I guess I would get the vibe of them all being masculine. That's my vibe. And to me, crystals are more feminine. Of course, there's male and female energies in everything. But if I'm just like, if I was to tap into that tree energy, I would I don't know, like yeah, him. Well, because, you know, there's certain trees that are definitely female. They bleed. Some actually look like vaginas. And there's birthing trees. Like so there's specific ones for women. 
um, and that feel female to me. Like I, I wouldn't be able to point them out. I can't even tell you what the names of certain trees are, but I can just feel them. And it's it's not even unique to this country because when I've been in other countries, like the same stuff happens. And I didn't think that would be a thing, but maybe we can do a different episode. I think I've wrote a note somewhere else to do to talk about travel yeah. Um, and then connecting to different like spiritual like stuff that's happened to me elsewhere. Like I know you haven't travelled heaps, but there's always something yeah. that's, that's, that's happening. <laughs> like your travelling is up in... Yeah. <laughs> the astral, you're traveling everywhere. I mean, we still haven't we still haven't done our astral little trip to Peru yet, Peru, but we're still trying yeah. to get there. That's on our journey. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we have to sync it up one day and like we have to travel there together. We, we definitely do. <laughs> like, do you do um so that's like when you want to go like, you know, you've gone through stuff and you're like, shit, yep, I'm dissociating, I need to ground. Mm. Do you do little just regular stuff on the day, like not daily, but just like little quick things? No. Nah. You don't use your little sprays when you're walking out. I don't as a, use as a protection. I, I have my grounding spray, but it is probably my least used out of them. Um, I today before this, um, you know, we started recording. I did my Archangel Michael spray, so that one's going to be the always one that talk runs about that out. one. Yeah, the runs out first always. and the white light spray. But yeah, I I had to purchase the the grounding one because of my inability to ground. <laughs> and um, you know, I really I should use it more often because of that reason. And because my connecting to the inner earth and grounding it is more of a process um where I, you know, I have to take time to do that. I can't do a quick little thing. So yeah, I probably should just spray yeah, like more often, so I am grounded. Do you take crystals? I With don't you, anymore. You wear the, you wear some. I like used to right? all the time. Like I really needed to, but I, you know, that to me is a diff. Like it is grounding for sure, but it was more um, regulation for me, like regulating my own emotions, and because um, I had you know a lot of anxiety and stuff like that, so I would carry them with me for that. But help you with an issue at that time. Yeah, like it had a You'd purpose. You'd see it separate. Yeah, yeah right. it wasn't for me grounding. It was just, yeah, regulating what I'm going through, like my emotions, and especially, you know, if I felt like I was going to be in a situation where I'd have to communicate and, mm. you know, I would have a crystal with me to help open up my throat chakra. Um, and, yeah, especially around anxiety, you know, I just – even like recently, like a couple of weeks ago, um, I was going through a personal situation and I just needed to have my rose quartz with me. And I like, I'll be transparent here and say, like, I slept with it, like as a kid would with a teddy bear, you know, where yeah. I, like, I needed it in my space just because I needed to connect to that energy and like essentially ground me into my yep. body because I was so anxious about this situation that it was pulling me out of time. And so, you know, I needed this crystal with me to just balance my energy and to pull me back in line. So, you know, I don't need to rely on them like how I used to, but yeah, I still use them often. And that I guess is a quick and, you know, easy way for me to ground myself. Like I hadn't really thought about it, thought in of that it. Way until you just yeah said that. Yeah. But yeah, that is a way that it does ground me. But yeah, like I said, I think of it more like regulating, but it is grounding. Yeah, regulating your nervous system, which is helping you get into your body and be grounded. Yeah. 
So I guess it is in a way. You just probably just haven't thought of it that way. Like I use my little eucalyptus spray when I know I need a, like I've got a big day coming or something, or I say a certain phrase when I'm about to walk out the door. Plus I do stuff in the car. Yeah. <laughs> like more the- protection, but it's like feels grounding because I'm making a ritual out of it type of thing. Yeah. And you know, ask, me, like, how, I hug yeah. a tree. I hug a tree, that's all. And the fact that um, it's a eucalyptus spray, does that help with, yeah, feeling of grounding because it's... Yep, the lit- trees. Yeah. Like it's it just brings me into their bosom. Yeah. <laughs> like like I said, it's like my tree when I, zone. you know, first ever connected when I was little, like, I, like trees are just it for me. Yeah. A breathing resource and if I... Like every single one of them has a different frequency and they have a different conversation and I just go give them a hug and it feels like I'm giving them love and they're giving me balance and frequency like back down into my I body. Actually, um, there's this guy that I love on TikTok. He's this Hawaiian guy and I'll send you. Love him already. I think, yeah, <laughs> I think I've showed you him before. I'm not sure, but he's like, um, I think his name is like Lightseer something like that you know so he can tap into the energy of a lot of stuff and he was recently in Sydney which I didn't know about because like I would have loved to went reading like I would love (laughs) to have met him in person um but he was actually walking through the botanical gardens here in Sydney and he made a TikTok on this one tree he's like this tree loves humans and um you can see how it's overgrown on this path and it's reaching down because there's like a barrier but the yeah. tree grew over it so it can um be touched some love. By people walking past yeah because they just touch it and then he went and showed this section where someone carved you know like x loves you know y into yeah. it and he's like this tree loves the fact that this was done to it because i always just think trees don't like it when you carve into them i don't know it just to me it was always like a sad thing but he explained like this particular tree because it loves humans so much and the people who did it were so in love that it took on that energy of you know love for humans and humans loving each other and you know expression of love so much that they wanted to put it permanently in the tree and this tree yeah it just like he's like I love this tree so much because it loves me sort of thing and you know I love it yeah like I wish that I could kind of experience that type of feeling because I yeah I mean, for me, if I'm walking around, I see a tree and you want to touch it. And it's like, oh, that's nice. But yeah, I like, that's cute. <laughs> really? Yeah. I don't feel that in my heart, like the way yeah, you Like when I was over at yours a few weeks ago and we're walking past, I'm like, oh, I just have to hug this tree. It's like, oh, touching it. And you're like, yeah, yeah. 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 I was like, I you know, touch it too, but it's just like, it's like, it does nothing for me. Yeah. It's just. Yeah. And, and that's the thing, right, the grounding. Each of us are different frequencies. We're learning different stuff. We've got our own journey, the different different things we're here for and they're special to us that we don't even realise until we have these conversations. Me, I just think everyone is can see and do these things. But no, definitely. We're all very, very different <laughs> <laughs> and it's yeah. awesome. Like who knew yeah, we could do like, a whole thing on just grounding? I didn't think we'd be able to get this far, Kel, far out. Well, I knew it because I already <laughs> knew like your way of tapping into everything is really different to me. So it's going to be a different experience for everybody. Like maybe people do a little bit of what you do incorporated with some stuff that I do. You know, maybe they go yeah. out in nature with their crystals and that's how they ground. And they find their way. Like even when I'm out and about, like, when I've said before about asking for permission to take certain things from the land, I go, I use and repurpose that stuff in art. And then it's like 
the earth is always in my paintings. Yeah, like your you know what I mean. That you paint with, yeah, yeah, and I, like a, it's just the foundation. I don't know, foundation of the earth. It's just super important for me. Yeah, but yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I, yeah, I truly didn't know we'd have this much to say about grounding. <laughs> But thank you because I would not have thought to have this convo. And on that note, I should probably go do a grounding meditation because I've been a bit all over the place lately. I know, just talking about my trees, I'm just going to head outside and give it another good old hug. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. All right, pod people, we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you for listening. This podcast has been made with love from our hearts to your ears. Thank you for listening. Cosmic Connections 101.